Hey everyone, and welcome to 121 in Flux. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we talk about movies on this show. Randomly select, well, not randomly selected, but sometimes it's more random. This one's not random, though, because this is like last week's movie. This is, oh, there's a new one coming out. Let's do the original and talk about that because it's timely and because we want to remind ourselves before we go see the new one. So this is going to be about Blade Runner because, of course, Blade Runner 2049 is coming out soon. Um, which is, you know, Joe, this is something I was thinking of, actually, as I was watching it. As you know how sometimes, we've seen this with Star Wars, we've seen it with Alien even, but they go back and do like a prequel to an old sci-fi movie and for mm. some reason all the technology is suddenly very slick, even though it's meant to be set before. Yeah. Here it's actually going to be set 30 years later. So if it's all slick, it's like, well, it's 30 years. That sounds about right. No, no, that, that, that's so, fair. So that, that'll, that'll work in that sense. Uh, but yeah, so Blade Runner, science fiction film, Ridley Scott, directed, uh, based somewhat on a story by Philip K. Dick, uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? A lot of cuts. We watched the final cut for reference, just in case. Yes. What are those occasions where you have to actually specify? Yeah, well, I think typically now it's the final cut unless otherwise stated because it's the it's the one to go to. Yeah, uh, and then even if you watch the director's cut, it's just a couple of little mistakes that are fixed for the most part. There's nothing like you're not getting a vastly different experience. It's when you watch the theatrical cut, you're getting all this different stuff. Yeah, I, uh, I, I can't say I've ever seen that. I've never watched it all the way through, but I've seen clips of the uh, of it with the narration. Yeah, I, I, I'll have some stuff to say about the narration when we get into it. But you didn't just, have in this no, version. No, no, we, we don't clear. have in this, but, yeah. but I just, you know, obviously I know there is a version that yeah. exists with heavy narration, so it'll be yeah. interesting just to, to mention it. That's that's, that's fine. Uh, I guess we'll do a little bit of spoiler-free. Uh, not necessarily because I feel like it's something we need to do, but just because I feel like we can talk about a few things that aren't spoilery, and then I'll give you a warning before we get any spoilers. Mm-hmm. So what is Blade Runner if you're somehow uh, in the dark? Blade Runner is a science fiction film set in 2019, which now feels like, you know, well, it's two years away, exactly. So it, 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 yeah. it feels around the corner. It feels like, oh, we're already at that, more or less. It's 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 almost a shame the new one's this year and not in two years' time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do kind of like how a lot of science fiction movies that were set in the future a long time ago, we've gotten to the point now where we're, you know, back to the future 2, you know, we hit that date, you know, uh, same again, even in this movie, it mentions the birthdays of some of the, the replicants are 2016 and 2017, and it's like, mm. oh, that's weird, it's Just we're, we're at that now. Uh, it's kind of funny how they've stopped being just the future, and they've kind of turned into alternate realities, because we just have to kind of do that in our heads to explain, okay, it's not our world now, it can't be. Yeah. Yeah, it can't be, you're right. We're too close. Uh, and, I mean, that's fine, there's nothing wrong with that, that's not a big deal, they couldn't have got it right. Uh, that said, this movie got a lot of things right. I mean, sure, there's no flying cars, but there's a lot of other things. That... Oh, no, there, there is some other stuff that is dead on, yeah. Yeah, um, so, you know, I mean, in fact, parts of, uh, like, Shanghai, for example, apparently, if, you, if you're there at night, it looks like this city. You know, take away mm. the flying cars, the, the idea of all the lights um, and the billboards. Yeah, you know, from, from, you know, just general knowledge yeah. of... I, I can see it. Yeah, so, like, you know, there's already parts of the world that kind of look like this. Uh, it's just the replicants and the flying cars. Once you take out those, it's like, well, we actually are kind of there in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, well, that, that and we're not moving to off-world colonies. And most animals aren't mostly extinct. Yeah, true. If anything, that was actually... Everything else was a bit optimistic versus real life, but that was actually more pessimistic. No, no, we still have some animals. We're, we're good. Yeah. We still yeah, we're, have we're, some. We're, we've got a few. Uh, so, 
So yeah, so the whole premise of the movie, of course, is that it's a world where replicants exist. And what is a replicant? It's basically an android, but it's more biological. They kind of have blood, they have skin, all the rest of it. They're kind of fake people. And they're built as slaves. They're built for slave labour. And they do stuff off-world on uh, other planets where they sort of terraform and that kind of thing. There's a a, paragraph at the start of the movie that kind of explains this and sets the scene. And so they do that. They're basically slaves. But after uh, some attacks, some of them revolted, they became illegal on Earth. And the Blade Runner is a type of policeman who hunts them down because they're illegal, so they get assassinated on sight. That's the role. Uh, which makes sense to a point because they're not considered people, so why would it be anything other than just right, it, it even tells you that in, in the opening text yeah. where it says, you know, this isn't referred to as execution, it's called retirement. Yeah, because it's turning off a toaster, is the, the thinking. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's pulling the plug out and just ripping the plug out so it can't get turned back on. That's all it is. Uh, so why, why would you feel? But obviously, as with any science fiction movie about androids or cyborgs, uh, it's kind of about, but do they have humanity? Like, is, the, is yeah. this inhumane it's a, or what's going it's, on? It's a, it's a classic staple of, of the, the genre, really, isn't it? Yeah, so so that's, that's very much what's about. Harrison Ford plays the main Blade Runner, uh, Deckard. And he's kind of reluctant. He doesn't really, you know, he doesn't like life. Doesn't like his job. He wants to get out. He's sort of dragged back into it because this group of four replicants um, are on the loose. Uh, they've escaped back onto Earth from an off-world colony. They've murdered people to get there, and their mission is because one one of the other big details that's brought up is that because they basically expected that after a few years they would start to like get their own feelings and become self-aware and not just like do what they're told. They built in a safety device which was basically that they would only have a four year lifespan they've got like a, a time there's like a countdown to their death from the moment yeah. they're created uh, and that's to combat the idea that eventually when they do start to become self-aware and have their own feelings it'll just shut them down and you know um so they're on earth trying to prevent this they're aware of it and they want to solve they that wanna, problem. they want to turn that off basically yeah so so that's what they're and that's kind of one of the things that i like about the movie is that their motive is actually it's not villainous. Like, I mean, it's not to say... No, they it's self-preservation. They, they do That's villainous all. stuff in the movie, don't get me wrong, but their actual core motivation is actually very humane, and you kind of res- respect why they want that. It makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I like that. It's not just uh, black and white. There's definitely lots of shades of grey going on uh, in here. So you've got that. You've got this uh, futuristic city, flying cars, neon lights. You've got the, the, the score... Uh, yes. From Vangelis, uh, beautiful stuff. Oh, absolutely! Which of course was used in the, the trailers for the new one and all that. Uh, although I think it's a new recording, but either way, it's, uh, it's, it's great. I don't stuff. know if I've actually seen a trailer for the new one. You haven't? Oh, interesting. Which and I know it's strange. I've seen like, at least not with sound. I've seen you know when you scroll on Facebook and they start playing, mm. and I've watched like five seconds and gone, okay, cool. And like I've seen, obviously I've seen all the the, the very colourful posters. Yeah, but yeah. I've not actually sat down and watched a full trailer. Fair enough. I mean, it's not that long now till you get to see the movie. So yeah, it's close enough now. That I'm going. Why bother? Um, it's weird that you've not got one in the theater, though. I know it's really strange because I've had a few. I've had both trailers like once or twice each. Yeah, I've I've gone. It's not like I've not been going. I've been going. I've been expecting to see it at some mm. point because, like I said, I haven't like actively gone looking for it. But if it comes on, yeah, sure, I'll watch it. But yeah. no. So music's very good. Um it's uh, one of one of the highlights watching it on the Blu ray the, the Dolby Tree H D soundtrack. Uh 
sounds mm. glorious as well because I feel like a lot of the older movies that they do a five point one mix of for the new like discs and stuff so that they feel up to date. Typically, it's kind of a half-assed job where it's just a stereo track with a few things thrown at the back, and you know yeah. the subs almost never used. You can kind of feel that there's not been that much effort. Uh, right from the get-go of this, it feels like no, they did an entirely new mix. So someone sat down and did this as a proper, you know, as if it was a new movie. They just sat down, took all the elements, and yeah. did it from scratch. That's what it feels like, and uh, you, you can really feel the difference. There's, you know, there's only a, a cu- I'd only say there's a couple of dozen movies, like old movies, that have got that treatment. They all, they all get the visual remasters, but when it comes to the audio, it's like, oh no, we'll, we'll throw a few things onto the surrounds, but you know, we don't really. They mostly don't care. They're just like, ah, audio's there, it's fine. Yeah, uh, which is fine. Like you know, if I'm watch, if it was originally created in stereo, as long as that stereo track sounds good, I have no problem. But uh, yeah, exactly. When they go above and beyond like this and it actually utilizes the surround sound, and you actually hear the ships flying past you and all that, you, sort you, of stuff. you kind of feel like, look, if you're gonna do it, do it. If not, just leave it in stereo. That's fine, but don't pretend you've done something so you can say look yeah. there's a new 5.1 mix yeah you, know, you put, put it in lossless you know give me the lossless version of course because uh, that's what criterion do they'll, they'll, they'll leave the movies that are in mono in mono but they'll give you it to it as a as a lossless track so it's you know high quality that's uh, the way to do it i think uh, yeah and it'd be weird to, i think it'd be weird if they did like a 5.1 new version of like say i don't know uh, some some old foreign movie that's all talking like yeah. almost, what's the point almost right it, it, it's kind of just look if that's how it was leave it but just up the quality as much as you can and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know do it in the the present the best way that it can be presented as it was intended hmm. so yeah music's very good which is kind of the point and even just the sound design in general is very very good mm. uh, you know there's, there's a lot of like uh, derelict buildings with dripping water like a lot of the movie and you can just, you feel like you're there because of the sound and the visual yeah. I mean the visuals are glorious the, the, the way Ridley Scott's playing with light and like light shafts and all that sort of thing inside and then outside all the rain and the the the, 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 the neon lights the, the big video billboards and all that sort of stuff visually the, the movie's breathtaking from pretty much start to finish I don't think you can fault the visuals no not at all really no visuals and audio you cannot fault um, now we've both seen this before which is why I've not done my usual Connor, do you like Blade Runner? Because I usually do that. I usually that's kind of how we start the conversation. Normally, mm. I'll give you a brief synopsis of what the movie is typically about, and then I'll say, "What do you think of it?" But I already know that Connor likes this but doesn't love it. Um, so I'll ask instead: How do you feel any differently after this viewing? I definitely don't like it anymore. Which, right. like, like I, I went into this. Uh, when I first watched this, I was like, okay, I can see how maybe this would be better on a second viewing. Hmm. But instead, I feel the same, maybe slightly slightly worse because the mystery isn't there this time. You know, I'm not uncovering it as I go. Yeah, I can I can see that. But um, it's, it's in a similar region, I think, for me. What, funnily enough, what I've realized after this viewing, right, is this wasn't the best viewing I've had of it. And that sounds like a really negative statement. And I guess it kind of is, but... What I really mean is it's not so much that I like it any less than I did before, because I, I, I quite like Blade Runner, um, and I think Blade Runner is a weird movie where almost everyone I know who likes it didn't like it that much the first time, because I don't think anyone expects what it is when they first watch it. Like They, they go into it thinking it's more of an action movie, maybe, they don't expect the, the slow pacing and a few of the other things, you know, they, they expect so, something else. And most people come out going, oh, it looked pretty, but I didn't really feel it. And then they watch it again, and they maybe get a bit more of the nuance, and they get a bit more of what's going on, and it grows on them over time. It certainly did for me, because I, I didn't love mm. it the first time either. 
And you know, I still I, think, I wouldn't say I outright love it now either. I, I think I like it a lot, but I think I was expecting that. Like, okay, I'm going in. I know what I'm getting, and mm. obviously, you know, we've covered a bunch of slow paced movies on here already. It's clearly that's not a a problem for me. Oh no, slow pacing uh, can be great, but there's definitely some troubled areas in this where the pacing is an issue, and I'll, I'll we'll get into those. Yeah, and I think ultimately at the end of it, I'm like, okay, I get what it's doing, I, I understand it, but there's I still have a bit of a disconnect where I can't quite get into it. So, like I was saying, what I've realised after this viewing, because this was, this is like a sort of a weirder viewing in that well, not weird, but I didn't watch it today because I was in the mood to watch it. I watched it today because we were doing this video. So I put it on and watched it for that reason. And kind of what it made me realise is that I really have to be in the mood for Blade Runner when I put it on. Because during the the, 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 the slower stretches, uh, and during the sections that I don't like as much, I was really not liking them. Like, I was really, you know, the phone was out, I was kind of, like, zoning out and not really... I, I, I'm of the mindset where it's like, I, I like this movie, but... If there's not a reason to watch it, I don't know if I'd watch it again. Hmm. Like, like, like does that make sense? No, I, I, I get you. It, it, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's funny because it's. I don't think I've ever encountered a movie that's at this level of prestige that Blade Runner is, that has such a weird mixed fan base of like people. Some people do love it, but there's so many people who do have a lot of problems with it and then there's some people who just think it's completely boring and want nothing to do with it and like everything in between it's so and obviously every movie has their you know their their, their detractors like that's a that's a common thing but with this one especially like so many people who like classic films and like movies of this kind don't like this one it's it's one of these weird cult movies where it really did split people down the middle and Mm. and even even as much over time as it's went on as well. That's the thing with with cult movies. They typically they they're discovered by a certain fan base, and then most of that fan base will love it. Yeah, and then but but here, even people who this should be like like, like judging by our tastes in general, we should love this film. But yeah. clearly, we we don't quite. Yeah, that, I think that's fair. I like I like it a lot, um, hmm. but I. I I do think there is some serious issues with it. Uh, in terms of pacing, in terms of a couple of the characters, uh, a little bit of a refocus to other things at certain points would have would have yeah. done a world of difference, I think. Um, because honestly, there's, there's some details that I remember not catching the first time. And not, not like complicated details, just like how he found someone, for example, at the first viewing, I don't think I caught, because it was just such a, a it small... It kind of brushes over it, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it brushes over a lot of things. And it's 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 kind of does this weird thing, it's especially when he when he's tracking down one of the replicants. He's tracking down a what's her name, Zora, the snake lady. Uh, like he gets to her through a photograph, which by the way, he he does that bullshit uh, CSI Enhance, thing. Yeah. He, now I'll give them a little bit of leeway with this in this case because it is a science fiction film. It's the maybe the future, you know, new technology. Maybe, maybe they can yet. do it then. Yeah. 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 So so you can kind of, but he, he really like he ends up finding a reflection in something, and it's you know it's. The, the, Grade A bullshit, yeah. but so he does that, and him him like telling the computer to enhance about fifty times is boring as hell. Like that scene is dull. It as goes shit. on for so long. It, it is, and then you know he goes to someone else. He's like, oh, have you seen this lady? What's this? Like he got a flake of material. Oh, what's this? Oh, this isn't that. It's snakes. Which, by the way, because then he goes snakes. I was like, 
why did it have to be snakes? Like, you know, I yelled that out as he said it because it's Harrison Ford and of course it did right and then that leads him to this other guy who sells fake snakes and he's like oh yeah and it's, it's this chain and it's like somehow this has been really detailed with how he gets there but at the same time I feel really brushed over and uninterested in all the actual parts of it yeah it's it seems because it, it has this you know it's aiming for this neo-noir sort of thing with the, the detective stuff but it doesn't actually put any weight into the detectiving Mm. No, uh, like it's like okay here's the motions here's all the steps that he's got to go through but we don't actually care about the details we just want to get to where we're going but we we're committed to showing it yeah and it, the sad part is though is that all the themes that it's playing with and the characters themselves are mostly pretty interesting because ultimately mm. what the movie's about is uh Deckard kind of rekindling his humanity because he kind of learns that these replicants do have humanity in them and they are more than just toasters. That's kind of what the, the movie is. And when it's playing with those ideas and it's when it's, when it's given us the film and it's given us Roy Batty, uh, you know, Rutger Hoyer's character, when it's given us him and he's doing his thing, he's probably, I mean, he's probably the standout character in the movie. Oh, yeah. But when it's given us him and it's like these, these sort of debates about life and when it's actually hitting those core themes, it's very interesting. But when it stops to do the detective stuff, it becomes the slow crawl of... And and this is where I feel like, to go back to the narration, mm. where I, I've never actually seen it with narration, but mm. I feel like with the right narration, it could be improved. Because again, that would hit on those noir feelings, you know, that was a, a staple of that genre. And it maybe would give it something. So where instead of just showing us these things, we can get inside some thought processes while it's happening. Yeah, the narration didn't do that. The, the narration... No, no, that's what I'm saying. I said, it could be great. Do you, do you know what the narration actually did, though? I do not. It just described what was happening on screen. It was redundant yeah. information because... Right, uh, yeah. That, uh, see, at that part, I see why you remove it. But if you wrote yeah. the narration properly, you could get that, evoke that tone of the noirs and then provide something more than what's just happening with the detective work i don't want narration i actually uh and maybe it's because there's a stigma with this movie because the narration they did get was really bad um but i still don't want it um i i think i think it's just time focused on the wrong things i don't think you fix what's the problems i have with this i don't think you can fix with narration no that's fair uh, I, I like the problems I have because I have the problems with the detective stuff. The detective stuff is really, really boring, really, really dull. Uh, I, like I, I don't care what's in this photograph, and I don't, I don't care. Like I don't care about the steps. Um, and another thing that kind of falls flat for me, and I don't know if this is contrav- 